We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, it's the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, this Friday. is the Friday edition. You made it through the week. <laughs> <laughs> there you are. Hi. Now I can see you. Good to see you guys. Sanitized and ready for business. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so uh, as you know, there is a global pandemic happening outside of our walls. Oh, yeah. And um, we've been paying attention to how the celebrities have been quarantining. Uh, and one celebrity in particular we're looking at today is Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh gosh, yes. Okay, we so got, I got to get my ducks in a row oh, here. Oh, you, yeah, you're not. Are you? Can you I can stall here. I can. No, don't stall. Actually, do me a favor because I'm going to do one last squirt, and then I need you to remind people how to do the diaper drive. I just oh, want to pull up some yeah, photos. Yeah. yeah, you pull some stuff up there, Bradley Trainer, uh, and then um, and I will tell people all about the diaper drive. So here's what you do, because it's Friday and you're feeling generous. And it's rainy outside, and you got an extra five bucks sitting around. Uh, I want you to go to mytalk1071.com. When you get there, it is very simple to see the link for the diaper drive. We have done a number of different diaper drives here at MyTalk1071. We've done them when there have been some natural disasters in other states. As a way of helping um, helping out, uh, there is a need for diapers, though, in Minnesota. Uh, It's reported that one in three American families have to choose between diapers and other basic needs like food. And our government does not recognize diapers as a basic need. And so diapers are not eligible for federally subsidized food stamps or WIC funds, which means sometimes for people, it becomes an issue to get diapers for their children. And as you know, getting diapers is actually also hard right now in general because all of the um, uh, grocery store uh, shelves are bare. So we are actually collecting money to give directly to the Diaper Bank of Minnesota. And we want to say thank you to Ungerman Restoration, Reconstruction, and Renovation because they were our matching sponsor. We are currently up to $6,969 raised to benefit the Diaper Bank of Minnesota. And each dollar counts. So even if you've just got a couple dollars, even if you have $5, $10, it all helps. And so all you have to do is just go to mytalk1071.com. You can click on the MyTalk diaper drive, and it makes it really easy to donate right there. And we would like to thank everybody who's already donated and also thank those of you who are going there right now to donate. 
Now, now, Bradley, whenever we talk about Gwyneth Paltrow, we have a little name we call ourselves, and that name is the Gooper Scoopers. Here come the Gooper Scoopers. They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb on Gooper Scoopa, Gooper Scoopa. That's just what they do. Gooper Scoopa, Gooper Scoopa. There's always stupid stuff on Goop. Okay, so like a lot of people in this moment, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is talking about what it's like in this having moment. Sorry. What what did you say? What it's like having a roni? Mm-hmm. Thank you. Is that vanilla, vanilla ice? ice? It's my favorite vanilla ice song. Nice. So they did a Q&A on Goop where they opened up about the things that are stressing them out in this moment and how they're balancing their romance and their family life in the midst of a quarantine. Okay. I mean, so that's totally I'll, relatable on I'll a number of accounts, yeah, right? Cause, yeah, because I'll hear it. I, I, it's relatable. So um, when I first saw this article, I was like, okay, well, you know, it means Gwyneth Paltrow. So I feel like my eyes are going to roll at some point, but I might as well read it because I am a little bit more allowing. What's the word? A little allowing. more. I'm willing. Okay. To let celebrities have some. Um, you're uh, feeling some grace. Is I'm what feeling you're some grace. Yeah. That's cool. So I'm like, but I'm going to read this anyway. And so she did this Q&A about what's going on in the Gwyneth Paltrow home right now. Of course, she's living with uh, her man, uh, what's Brad. His name? Brad Falchuk, mm-hmm. and then their kids, right? Um, and I think it's, what, two kids? She's got well, two? she's got her two, and then doesn't he have a couple? She has Apple oh, and Moses, right. and then he's got yeah. some extra kids, too. So a few kids, right? Okay. Yeah. She goes, quote, about their relationship and romance and all that stuff and personal stressors living in the time of quarantine, quote... We're lucky that we have a really solid relationship, but we're also in the house with the kids and it's pretty close quarters. I was like, okay, put a pin in that, right? Mm-hmm. But that sounds relatable. I bet you could you relate to that right now. Well, I mean, yeah, my house feels exponentially smaller right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Iron Man actress noted that, quote, I think we all feel, especially my teenagers right now, are feeling very pendant. What? don't know what that what means. What does that mean? Like the opposite of independent? Like they are dependent, maybe? Maybe she means dependent. She said, uh, my daughter Apple, who's a very social creature, um, she explained that she and Brad are all in the house with the kids and their dogs and, quote, trying to work, which left her asking, what are you supposed to do? And so then they had this expert, and the expert was like, well, okay, here are some ideas. And actually, the ideas are pretty good things. They're like, you need to have a schedule. You should probably have a family team meeting at the beginning of every day so everybody understands what the plan is and what people's responsibilities are so that you're not, um, you know, constantly on top of each other and unnecessarily getting in each other's way. So that's all really great advice, right? I mean, it is. It's super great advice. Uh I, okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cut that one apart right now. Yeah, I mean you could, but again, I'm just reading right. through it. I'm trying to have grace but in the back of my head as I'm reading through this, and there's nothing shocking in here. It's all the things you know. They talk about like the need for the couples to make time alone away from the kids, even in this moment. You got to do that, and you know, like sure, that's precious, right? You can you, but it's totally predictable. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking back to that first sentence. And the first sentence is, we're lucky that we have a really solid relationship, but we're also in the house with the kids and it's pretty close quarters. And I was like, sounds relatable. Even Jamie and I, we have, you know, a three, uh, well, two and a half ish bedroom home. 
um, and a dog. And it's just the two of us. And of course, we could feel on top of each other. Mm -hmm. But I'm perfectly aware that we are anything but on top of each other. Right. So I go to myself, self, what are close quarters for Gwyneth Paltrow? I mean, I, I feel like I can already feel my eyes starting to roll. They started to wobble, certainly. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to go over to this thing that I have. I don't know if you have this. It's called Google. Oh, sounds neat. Tell and um, you and Holly can play the home game and anybody okay. listening. So here's what I would like you to go to the Google box and do, because this is what I did. And I had to figure this out um, eventually, because the first thing I did, to be fair, is just type in Gwyneth Paltrow's house. But here's your first eye roll. There are several. So I had to figure out which home she's actually in because I wanted to understand. Oh, my gosh. I want to understand what this is really like. So then I figured, oh, she's got to be in her Brentwood home. That's the most uh, recent one, right? Please, sure. <laughs> please do me the flavor of going to Google and typing Gwyneth Paltrow's Brentwood house. Okay. And then hit the image tab on your Google search. Hold on, I have to breathe a little bit before I start reacting. Oh my gosh. Okay, so can you explain to me and the audience, by the way, Brad Falchuk has two kids, so there are four kids, two people, uh, parents, and a couple dogs maybe? So that's how many people? Six people. Mm -hmm. That's not nothing, right? Like you have five in your family, mm -hmm. and right? And two cats. And two cats. So you totally comparable. Um. Can you explain to the audience what you're looking at right now on the image search tab of Gwyneth Paltrow's Brentwood house? Well, where I, they are on top of each mm, other. The image I'm looking at right now appears to be from the rear of the house. Yeah. And there's a beautiful reflecting pool with two nice lounge chairs, a very green lawn. And it appears to be maybe two pool house type structures. Yes. Um, so the first thing you should note is that there's more than one house at their house. Yeah. So there's that starting there. Um, then it's a two-story sprawling home that it, probably has about six be bedrooms, maybe. I don't know. Looking from the outside. Yep. Um, it's gorgeous. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now yeah. I'm looking at Do the it. aerial view. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Okay. We're getting there. No, I don't have... No, I can't... No. Oh, it's a no. huge ass mansion, people! This is not a house. There is no way these people are on top of each other. Stop. Like, do what you're good at, This Gwyneth. is the kind of home where you could be in there for a week and never see anybody. Yeah, I mean, you guys, I know rich people rich, but and I know rich people bitch. Yeah, rich meaning, people gonna rich and bitch. Rich people <gasps> gonna bitch and act like. But again, it's this whole thing we've been talking about in the moment uh, that we find ourselves in in this pandemic, where celebrities don't even have a clue how out of touch they are with the rest of us. Because any other person, like if I had what Gwyneth Paltrow had, I would. I could not bring myself to show up to an interview and talk about how on top of each other we are without admitting that I could literally have my entire biological family that's still alive and I have a relationship with in my compound and we would all be able to socially distance from each other. I am looking at, I found the blueprints of the house. Mm -hmm. I just want to give you some highlights. Mm -hmm. Yay. 
Because first of all, let me just name the rooms of my house. Okay. Some bedrooms. Okay. Couple bathrooms. Yep. Living room. Yep. Dining room. Yep. And we have a sunroom, and I feel very grateful for that. Well, and you real fancy too, because you got one of them uh, basements that doesn't just have crap in it like ours. Yeah, we have like a sort. But you got five. Finished. You got five people we in that five house people and in two my kids. House. Okay, I'm looking. I do not. Here are some things I do not have in my house. <laughs> A screening room. Yeah. A stable. Oh, uh, a stable what? for horses? They have a, a horse stable. What? There's not actual horses in it, though. I, I don't bet know. that's because the thing I'm looking at, which I'm assuming is the stable, is like it's a home, but it's like, a, what do they call that? Like a, a pool house, a like carriage a, house. Yeah, if you look house. at it from the, the top, it looks like a carriage house, and there's, um, Oh God! Can I also just never mind? Go ahead. There's also a front courtyard and a back courtyard, yeah. and I, you know when you put court with the yard, it's not just like a patch of grass. Yeah, there's like space to sprawl. And again, I'm not just discovering that Gwyneth Paltrow is rich and has a lot of resources. I don't doubt that. No. I don't. But but what I do expect is that you would at least have the like awareness to say. We are so privileged in this moment. Yeah. I cannot imagine what it is like. You know, there are times when even we who have so much feel like we are in too close quarters. And that is ludicrous and laughable. I cannot even begin to imagine what it would be like for other people. Right. Right. Like, right. and I would say that and I'm nowhere near Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. I right. just don't have kids running around in my house. Right. So, but there are people who I have friends that are, you know, they just, because we all choose to live differently. They've chosen to live in a condo downtown in this moment. I would think, and they're very fortunate where they live. It's a very nice place, but they are, they have far less space than even Jamie and I do. And I, I think about that, you know, like I it's just this like lack of awareness that people have for their own place in in uh, society and oh. specifically as far as Gwyneth Paltrow is concerned, because she routinely does stuff like this in an attempt to seem relatable. And you're like, what on what planet am I relating to this? It's I, insulting that she tries to be relatable like this. Yes. Like it, it, I actually feel insulted yeah. by this as a person who is literally living on top of another person. Yes. In a hole. Yes. That is where I live. Yes. yes. Full disclosure. Yes. Yeah. That when she says stuff like this, I'm I, I just I am so insulted. Yeah. It's like And no, it like touches please. your angry button. Oh yeah. And I don't yeah. want my angry button touched by Gwyneth no, Paltrow. Because there's I don't have too many other things that are touching other that things that are right now. Trying Thank to touch you. your angry button. Uh-uh. Don't touch my angry button. <laughs> um if there's even an angry button left at this point, like it's absurd. Now, to be fair, her audience is like, oh, I totally relate to this, Gwyneth, because her audience is aspirational and they want to believe that they are living the life that we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Gwyneth Paltrow is, and so to them it doesn't seem so absurd, but like... Again, like, just focus on what you're good at. She could be doing videos from home right now, like, hey, you guys, like, let me show you the, like, goopy things we can do in our house. And Holly, you'd be all over that. Like, here, let's make uh, nutritional yeast bars. Yeah, man, I'd be all about it. I mean, I think what my point is, there's a way for her to be relatable, even within her brand, whatever that is. Like, I'm, I'm willing to go that far, but my God, she doesn't even work very hard at making herself seem unrelatable. Do better, Gwyneth. Yes! When we come back doing the best at bringing us the dirt, Elizabeth Reese bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has arrived with so much dirt. Hey. The dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi, you guys. Nice to be with you on this Friday. And also with you. Thank you. Okay, so um, Matthew Broderick's sister is talking about her experience with coronavirus, with COVID-19. And by the way, she and Matthew Broderick look they're the same person. Oh, really? Yeah. They look so much alike. It's like, if you could imagine what Matthew Broderick would look like as a woman, it's his sister. That it's is really so unbelievable. Bizarre. You know when brothers and sisters look so similar? It's yeah. sort of um, oh my odd. gosh. And you're kind of like, wow. I don't know. That is crazy. Isn't it crazy? She um, needed an oxygen tube to breathe. She was placed in the ICU. She was also diagnosed with pneumonia. She had a fever of 102. Mm. She said, I was very, very sick. Her name is um, Janet, and she's a minister. And um, she's 64 years old. And she said she began praying and planning her funeral. My dad, who's a minister, also has had, by the way, no symptoms of COVID-19. And yet, right when this struck, he started saying, I've written out the hymns that I would like at my funeral. This is like, she, I don't know if she's Lutheran, but I mean, really, that is the road that the Lutheran ministers right. go down. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> okay. If something bad is happening, here are the hymns. Thank you. Right? Oh, my God. And like, all, it's literally, it's most focus on the hymns. It's most focused on the yeah. hymns. I was mm-hmm. like, well, what about the sandwiches? No. What else is happening no, here? You can choose that. I uh, that's not for me. Here are the hymns. Um, it is really interesting. So Matthew Broderick was saying um, it was frightening. And he said, but at the reports at the time were saying people were going to be OK. She returned home from an annual conference in Kentucky. Um, and that does make you think, too, you know, like my husband had a big work uh, event and like rewards trip that we were supposed to go on. And they canceled it about a month before. And that was the first stuff that started to get canceled were these big corporate Mm -hmm. conferences. Mm -hmm. And then now when you and at the time we were kind of like, okay, I get it. But that's a bummer. And then when you hear about specific people who are saying, Mm -hmm. 
I was at this conference and yeah. then I got it. That's where it was it's spreading a reminder, like wildfire. You go, okay, those precautions, like I'm glad I wasn't at that mm-hmm. thing. The tale of this uh, pandemic has really been, you know, um, the people who acted swiftly uh, before there was any sign of an issue are the ones that are benefiting now because what we've learned is that the virus has been with us a lot longer than we thought. Right. And so, I mean, that's why for me, like the first two weeks after our trip back from uh, Atlanta were so touch and go because, you know, any sniffle, it was like, oh, my God, is this it? Because we had to, you know, obviously we were on an airplane. And I mean, you had that experience, too, Elizabeth, I think around the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I was very nervous about it, too, because I was flying twice at like kind of as it was starting to go. I mean, then when I got back, mm-hmm. that's when everything started to shut down. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Aniston joined last night's episode of Jimmy Kimmel Live with a huge surprise for a fan. So Jimmy Kimmel began the segment by introducing a woman named Kimball Fairbanks, who's a nurse from St. George, Utah, who's on furlough after Mm. contracting coronavirus. She has two daughters, four and 18 months, and she's quarantined. I mean, guys, this is real deal. And Jimmy Kimmel said, we wanted to cheer you up a little bit. So I'd like you to meet somebody. Her name is Jennifer. And it was Jennifer Aniston. Oh, fun. So Jennifer Aniston was on split screen and just said, honey, it's so good to meet you. And it was just so just expressed her gratitude for what all healthcare workers are doing. And this nurse couldn't believe it. Jennifer Aniston also surprised her with a $10,000 gift card courtesy of Postmates. Wow. And that that delivery service is sending gift cards to other nurses who work on Fairbanks's floor at the hospital as well. Okay, that is amazing. $10,000 to Postmates. Huge. I mean, to feed your family, to not have to worry about the groceries um, that's amazing. It's yeah. amazing. It's really incredible. So I'm, you know, and I've been really encouraged. Like, did you hear what Venmo is doing? Oh, no. So Venmo has this pay it forward initiative. So if they see, because there's, you know, they can see what people pay if you don't have it private. Right. Um, for example, there was a woman who sent coffee money to a girlfriend of hers who's a nurse and just said like, Aww. Hey, I'm so proud of you. Here's just treat yourself to some coffee on me and sent her, you know, five bucks or whatever. Yeah. Venmo is tracking those and then sent the sender of the of the five buck oh, coffee money twenty dollars. Awesome. Oh, that's so and just cool. said we noticed that you did something really great. We want to give you twenty more dollars to pay it oh, forward. That's so awesome! Isn't that cool? So yes. you're kind of seeing some of these companies yeah. get creative in how they are. Oh gosh, you know what I wish they would do? I wish that they would have like a pool that anybody could put five dollars into that went out then that connected to people. Yeah, who are on the front lines. Somebody do that. A, it's a fun idea though. If you think of someone you love who's working hard yes. or struggling, just a quick Absolutely. here's five bucks for a coffee I that can really it. make a yes. difference. Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that dirt alert. Hey, we need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on My Talk 107. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And it's time, y'all, for our 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge who's on the phone today colleen we've got stephanie on the line and what is stephanie playing for stephanie is playing for one of these a my talk 1071 t-shirt all right stephanie you ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge are you stephanie Uh-oh. no she's not she call me bye bye in the car car bye bye in the car call oh. me back stephanie Six, five, I mean, one. social distancing doesn't mean hanging up. 
651. No, see, that was me hanging up on her. Oh. 651-641-1071 to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. I think that we can promise that Holly will not hang up on you. Um, you know, it's Apparently Friday. She's got some emotions that she's not dealing with. Or just, you know, wandering fingers. That sounded gross. It is Friday. That's true. Good time for wandering fingers. It's true. It is a good time for the wandering hey, fingers. It's also a really good time to make sure you're listening to us wherever you have an internet connection. Yes. Because everybody acts like, uh, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people think, oh, I'm not in my car. I can't listen to my programs. Guess what? You can. All you got to do is download uh, the My Talk 1071 app wherever you get apps. Or if you got an internet connection, man, just go to the internets and uh, you can listen to us live really right there on, the on your TV, on yeah. your refrigerator. Some people got them internet refrigerator. Uh-huh. On your Amazon device, you yeah. can enable the uh, My Talk app. Yeah. And listen there. Is mm-hmm. it do we have Stephanie back? She's back. Hi Stephanie. Hey Stephanie, the timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Donny Osmond famously played the title role in what Andrew Lloyd Webber musical? Oh, uh the music name? No. Oh, okay. Next question. What animal serves as the mascot for Playboy magazine? Bunny. Kyle Richards is the aunt of what celebrity? Oh, uh, cat. Teddy bears. Teddy bears are named after what U.S. president? Theodore Roosevelt. Terry Hatcher played Susan Meyer on what primetime soap? Uh, Desperate Housewives. Uh, Donny Osmond famously played the title role. Oh, oh Stephanie, all sorry, that. Stephanie. Uh, let's go back and answer the question Stephanie did not get correct. Donny Osmond famously played the title role in? Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. And Kyle Richards is the aunt of? Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. Okay. Not Perez. Perez Hilton. Woo! Uh, and I think she got the rest, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And now that we've answered all those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Celebrity Gossip Mystery Festival coming at you right now. Here's our first one. With the stock of this company cratering down to nearly $3 at its lowest during the sell-off, the A-list reality star side gig is looking a whole lot less lucrative. It isn't as if they gave her all cash. In fact, most of it was stock, which has fallen about 70%. So much for being a billionaire. Well, she was never really a billionaire to begin with. <gasps> oh, oh, is that Kylie? Kylie Jenner. And Cody Cosmetics? Yes, Cody Cosmetics. So let me fill in the blank for you, and then we will talk some numbers. Okay. So the stock of Cody is crashing down to about nearly $3 a share at this point. And Kylie Jenner is looking a whole lot less lucrative and Kylie Cosmetics, too, because it's not like Cody gave her all cash. In fact, most of the deal was in stock, which has fallen about 70% in value. So, so much for being a billionaire, Kylie Jenner. Now, right now, as we're talking, uh, it's trading at about $4.42 per share from the high this year of $11 at the beginning of the year. Yeah, something tells me makeup sales are not going through the roof right now. Mm -mm. Yeah. No. Although they should be making some hand sanitizer. Well, allegedly, Kylie is. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. And and they're supposed to be making money off of that. Yeah, for hospitals. So, So gross. Hey, can I just um, pop this in real quick? Yeah. So I noticed yesterday, because, you know, I like to just um, 
Google around and see like, are wipes ever available anywhere? Because we use them for our job mm-hmm. and, you know, wipes. Um, I just like to see if they're available anywhere and usually they're not. So that's fun. Um, but <laughs> Yay. I've noticed. <laughs> I feel like your friend Charles just showed up for a second. <laughs> hey, y'all. Um, uh, oh, that's fun. That's fun. No, but the truth is I was over on the Amazon and there were wipes available. But get this. In the fine print, it was pretty cool. It said these are only available for healthcare workers and people like essentially like some other language that uh, basically said, like, if you're not like fighting not you. COVID, yeah. you don't get to buy these. And I just I'm, I appreciate Amazon doing that. Me too. In this moment. Yes, me too. In fact, I, well, yeah, I, you know, on the one hand, I do understand that people are in need in their own homes of cleaning products. I would also can I just add this? Um, Lysol wipes are a fairly newish thing. Like I did not grow up with Lysol wipes in my home. I grew up with paper towels and things you sprayed, right? Lysol wipes are like this convenience thing that I, you know, would have at my house to wipe down the bathroom, but really are not necessary for home use. If you're not, I, because I don't know about you, Colleen, because now we're doing COVID corner on how to clean. Isn't the whole show in a quarantine? COVID corner. COVID corner. How to clean in a quarantine with Colleen and Bradley. Um, here's the thing, like, um, cause we also have a limited supply at home. So what we've taken to do is, um, we only use what I only use wipes, uh, if I'm getting a package in or, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, or, you Thank know, you there's like groceries or something just to wipe some stuff down. But other than that, rarely do we use those wipes. And instead, to your point, like just get us a, a bottle of, um, if you don't have that cleaning product, a bottle of bleach or hydrogen peroxide. Yeah. We'll do the trick. Exactly. Spray, spray, wipe, wipe. Spray, mm-hmm. spray, wipe, wipe. That's all you got to do. Actually, spray, spray, let dry, dry, then wipe, wipe. 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 Yeah. There you go. This has been your Born Clean Corner. <laughs> there you go. Blinded by the item. Okay, another celebrity gossip mystery here. Here's our second one. The celebrity offspring of a permanent A-list model has caught on quickly. Even when apologizing for something that people hate about you, you use it as a marketing opportunity. She did just that and tried to sell some of her mom's booze. Ooh. What? Mm-hmm. Her so, mom's booze. Booze, yes. Booze. So this celebrity offspring of a permanent A-list model. So think of those two people. Oh, is Kaya it, Gerber? Yeah. No. Uh, I was going to say, is it Christy Brinkley's daughter, whose name I forgot? What's her Who's name that? again? Sailor. Sailor, Sailor Moon. Brink, remember, she was the one that was competing on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yes. And, and then, then got Owie. No, or mommy was it the got other Owie. way around? Mommy yeah. got Owie and then, and then was like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? Oh, wait, my daughter who's looking for a career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, exactly. tell us more. All right. So Sailor Brinkley Cook, the daughter of Christy Brinkley, has caught on very quickly because even when apologizing for something that he people hate about you... A sailor's using it as a marketing opportunity. Sailor did just that and tried to sell some of mom's Christy Brinkley her booze. So here's the what story. What is Christy her Brinkley booze? booze? It's Bellissima Prosecco. So people were dragging Sailor Brinkley Cook for wearing N95 masks out in public. No. As you guys were no. just talking about. We don't do that. We don't do that. And you were, guys were just talking about the fact that Amazon is restricting the sales of these necessary supplies to those who need them the most. Well, people were dragging her because she was walking out and about with one of those masks. Then she was shaming everyone 
saying that my mom is an artist and does projects that require her to wear masks. So she has them in her art studio. So take them to the hospital. Oh my yeah. god, It's not hard. And then she went, mm, by the way, mm. Christy Brinkley, my mom, is giving 30% of the proceeds of sales from her Bellissima Prosecco to the cause to fo- donate to a local hospital. So buy the booze. Donate to the hospital. Oh, girl. So she's, this is so twisted, man. I mean, good things, right? Like, she's donating some money, but, like, just donate the money anyway. Right? And if you have the Like, don't tie it to, like, you gotta buy my booze for me to do something good. Also, maybe donate the mask. Yeah, donate. Be like, wow, look, we found all of these extra masks in the art studio. We're gonna go walk down to our local hospital and donate them so that they can use them. And be aware, because there are a lot of people who are doing this, well, people being celebrities. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, that are saying, oh, it's like what Kim Kardashian did with her skims. A percentage of the profits of this product are going to X, Y, and Z cause. Well, when you break down the math, that percentage of the profits of the sale of any particular item ultimately is not going to amount at very much money. Now, I understand businesses need the business, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, just, you know, think about stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah. I just feel think like in this stuff. in this day and age, it's... It's you have to be a little more thoughtful than a portion of our proceeds. That's like that's uh what's the what's the meme? Like old blah blah blah, a portion of our proceeds. Hot new blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Um, you know, we're just giving you the money. Right? Right? Like Exactly. Because in this moment, like we all like everybody gets that like like if you just do the right thing, people will be more inclined to support you. Right. You don't have to tie it to a transaction. Thank you. Like Thanks, after Brad. all this is over and I want a bottle of Prosecco, which I don't because that's a whole sober. different issue. But um, if I did, I would be like, oh, she was really cool during this moment when we all I needed will help. support that person. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, you homeschoolers, we salute you right now. All you parents who have turned into uh, tutors and teachers. If you need a little break, we want to provide a little recess for your child. We're going to play a little game with them. Uh, Today, we're going to have them think of a historical uh, person. We will try to guess who that person from history is within four questions. This should be a crap carnival. After this, (laughs) 651-641-1071 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Time for recess on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And uh, we just have decided that we want to help out the parents in our listening audience who have found themselves in the position to be teachers and homeschoolers while they're probably still doing their own jobs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we thought, you know what? Why don't we just, why don't we host a recess? Yay! Yay! So here's what we do. We play a little game. Uh, your child calls in to 651-641-1071. We have a little chat with the child. And then the child thinks of a historical figure. And then we will each ask two questions apiece and try to decide who that historical figure is. All right. Let's go to the phones. We've got Rena on the line. Hi, Rena. Hi, Rena. Hi. Hi. How old are you? I am 10. You are 10. You are in fifth grade? Yeah. All right. So what's your favorite subject in fifth grade? Um, math. 
oh my gosh, math, really? That. Do you like um, word problems, geometry? What's your favorite kind of math? Um, I do like word problems okay. a lot. Yeah, oh. they're fun. All right. All right, Rena, do you have a historical figure in mind? Yes. Okay. Uh, Bradley, would you like to ask the yes. first question? Uh, okay. My first question is, is your historical figure a man? Yes. Okay. Rena, is your historical figure a president? No. Is your historical figure a musician? Um, no. Okay. Rena, is your historical figure an activist? Yes. Is it Martin Luther King Jr.? Yes. Yay! Congratulations. Good job, Rena. I just was going to say congratulations to myself. Rena, thank you. We're congratulating Rena. Thank you for playing. That was way fun. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. I feel like it's indoor recess because it was snowing a little bit earlier. Really kind of gross, but guess what? Tomorrow Sorry, and Sunday, it's supposed to be sunny and beautiful. I hope so. Is that yeah. really true? I think it's supposed to be at least partly sunny, and it's supposed to be in the fifties. All right, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go back to the phones. We've got Ella on the line. Hello, Ella. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Good, Ella. How old are you? I'm eight. I mean nine. You're eight. You mean nine? Are you yes. then in uh, fourth grade? Uh, a third, third grade, grade, I mean, third grade. Yeah, you are correct. What's your favorite subject? Math. Oh my gosh, we People have so many math, math lovers. That. That's so cool. Do that you is good. have a favorite kind of math, or just like math in general? Um, probably multiplication. Mm. Okay. What's nine times nine? Dude, I'm accelerated in math. Oh. Oh. Okay. All right. That wasn't hard enough question, Bradley. Yeah, Bradley. Okay, sorry. So, what's thirty-nine <laughs> times thirty-nine? And I have to do it on paper. Oh, it's okay. You don't have to do that. <laughs> Ella, here, do you have a historical figure in mind? Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. So we will start to ask questions. Uh, Ella, is your historical figure a woman? No. Is your historical figure an artist? No. Oh. Ella, did your historical figure live... In the 20th century, meaning in the 1900s. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ella, did your historical figure lead a country? Yeah. (gasps) Do you have a guess, Bradley? Is it Harry Truman? No. Is it, is it, is it, is it JFK? No. Womp womp. Who, is, Who it? is it? Abraham Lincoln. Oh, yes, good. good job. Thank you, Ella, for Stumped playing us. today. Have a good rest of your day. I hope you enjoyed recess um, and get back to work, okay? And be nice to your teacher slash parent. Uh, let's go to Rylan. Hello, Rylan. Hello. Are you there? Yeah. Hi, Rylan. How old are you? Eight. Eight. Are you in third grade? No. Second? Yeah. All right. What's your favorite subject? Uh, math. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so many it's math lovers. This math. is so okay. great. This bodes cool. well for our uh, future. I believe the children are the future. Uh, do you have a historical figure in mind, Ryland? 
Yes. Okay, All Bradley, right. you go first. So, Ryland, is your historical figure a politician? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Ryland, did your historical figure uh, lead our country? Yes. Mm. Did your historical figure uh, lead our country before 1950? No. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, did this leader of our country that is a male in the, did I already ask too? Is this my second one? No, this one? is your second. Oh, okay. Um, uh, was he also an actor? No. Okay. So is... what I what I've deduced is it was not Ronald Reagan. No, it's not Ronald Reagan. Okay. Um, <laughs> is your historical figure? Let's see. I'm going to guess Jimmy Carter. No. <laughs> Ryland, who's your historical figure? Obama. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Good job. Thank you, Ryland. And uh, thanks for playing. Have a good rest of your day. Be nice to your teachers. Tip your weight staff. Also, can we talk about the fact that that is history? Meaning... History is whatever has just happened. And when I say historical, no, I know that sounds really dumb, but I, when I think historical figure, I think like you were thinking some dusty. Yeah. Like some dusty old thing. And like Obama, that was like five minutes ago. Yeah. It's true though. That is history. So thank you. Good job. You guys, um, our students, I'm really proud of them. I did want to clarify. I think Abraham Lincoln was the president in the 19 or the 1800s. That's, you know what though? Yeah, the 19th century. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I had said 20th century, 1900s, yeah. but that's okay. It's all good. You know, we try our best. Yeah, but, you know, school's in session eventually. So. Exactly. Right exactly. now, it's recess. It's recess. And so you guys did a great a job. Loosey-goosey. Um, So here's the other thing. I'm. We're going to keep doing recess next week. We might just have a different game. Yeah, we should come up with a totally different game. Well, I've been thinking about... Two truths and a lie. Yeah, but that's I think a good that one. one's kind of a hard one because you have to think of two true things and a lie. So we, we could just do, have like, are you telling the truth or are you lying to us? I was going to say, we used to do two lies and a truth. What did we used to do on our show? We used we to did play two a version and a of lie. This, but I thought it wasn't, I thought there was a twist on it. That's like the one thing I don't remember. Yeah, that's okay. You know, what oh, were you going to say, House? What was the game that we used to play where we used to give out stuff? Awkward hugs, yeah. dashes of pizzazz. That was our, and- our um, it was just a pop quiz. We called it pop quiz, didn't we? I don't remember. Yeah, oh, yeah we did actually. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was history. God, I love that I'm the one that had the memory on this one, you guys. Well, now, That's see, not boding well for the rest of dusty. us. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have some royal news to share with you. You guys, Megan's royal hairdresser has broken his silence. Oh, I'm so excited. We'll talk about it after this.